Bill Michael Show. Good to have you. Good to have you. Beautiful day today. Sun is shining outside. As uh, if you're watching on the uh, live stream, that's outside. Oh, it's beautiful, doesn't it? Oh, it looks gorgeous. Can't wait to get out there later today. Do a little trimming. A little, little, that one bush will get a little bit bushy. Do a little trimming out. Got some stuff to grill in the grill tonight. Watch the Brewers game. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, the whole, and, and we really didn't talk too much about this, um, but the the Pat McAfee story broke last, was it last week, Ben, that uh, all of a sudden we found out he was moving back to ESPN or over to ESPN yep. in a multi-million dollar deal? Yeah, middle of last so, week. He was in the second year. I don't know how this happened and what FanDuel allowed him to do, but he was in the second year of a $120 million deal of a four-year deal, which is $30 million a year. They were paying him via FanDuel in his agreement for his podcast. So it's an eight-figure deal with ESPN. But he's moving the podcast and the platform now over to ESPN, which is Disney. And it's being widely criticized as Disney is in the midst of all kinds of layoffs. They're uh, cutting 7,000 jobs. Now, part of it is because Disney World and Disneyland and everything are uh, taking a beating because of some of the decisions they've made. But ESPN is paying out an exorbitant amount of money. And there's some even thought that ESPN is going to go strictly streaming for pay-per-view of their own channel, and that's it, and pull themselves off of cable, which to me I think would be the beginning of the end. I mean, people would still pay for it. Maybe it would end up being in a package or something to that extent. But I think they would limit their audience, uh, to be honest with you. Um, However, McAfee's now going over to Disney, over to ESPN. The one issue because McAfee's already on ESPN's college game day. How do you like him on game day, Ben, by the way? I like him. They're kind of, I mean, Corso's old, so they're phasing right. him out a bit because, like, I, I mean, clearly, I, I love Corso to death, but he's he's getting up there, and they're kind of introducing McAfee as that guy. I like him. I mean, the energy's good. Does he know as much about college football as, as uh, Pollock no. or Herb Street? No, but I think it's a good addition for the entertainment value of the TV product. I I saw him a couple of times during uh, game day and obviously during the title game. Um, and I thought he was okay. I, I guess that, I, and here's the thing, he'll get better because he's going to have people specific with him to work with him to get him better. He will have now a full gathering of people around him, feeding him stats and statistics and names and numbers and the whole thing. Um, and now, like you said, you know, Kirk Herb Street League, Corso and Company, uh, that's all they do. That's all they study. You know, they, they're just immersed in it. Um, you know, but, you know, he'll, he'll eventually get to that. The one thing, though, that has been stated is no longer is he allowed to use the F-bombs. He is not allowed to swear on his show via Disney command, you know, uh, mandate from Disney. So uh, it will not have the same... You wonder if it's going to lose some of its luster, some of its bite. You know what I mean? I because that was the reason a lot of uh, Justin, in for those that didn't know, um, you know, he does his show from Super Bowl every year. 
And when we've had a chance to, you know, see, you know, like uh, AJ Hawk and company and get a chance to see those guys, um, the, the show, especially when they did it two years ago out in L.A., the show they would allow, like, studio audience in. They would allow all these all these people to come in and watch the show. And every time he swore, they were just, they would go nuts. You know, all right, you know, it's like, you know, screw the man type of mentality, you know, because it's it was a streaming service. It wasn't uh, capability over the air or mandated by the FCC. And, well, now it will be, so he can't do it. And you wonder if it's going to lose its edge. I mean, as long as Rodgers is still there, because, uh, you know, as much as we talk about other guests that he has had on, Rodgers has been his guest. That's been the cash cow because that's when the ratings go through the roof. So I don't know what they're paying Rodgers to go on that program, but, you know, you got to assume it's it's millions of dollars out of that, you know, giant contract that they're giving McAfee. But you got to assume it is. But Rodgers kind of helped him make that show. And uh, But if he drops the F-bomb and all that kind of stuff, or if he's not allowed to use the F-bomb and all that kind of stuff and not have that same edge, you wonder if the show's going to lose its lose its steam, you know, a little bit. Well, what is uh, which, it, what is it going to take over for? Like, what's normally on at this time? I, ESPN's up here. It's, um, is it SportsCenter? Because get us over. I wonder what it's going to supplant in the time slot. Is it Max Kellerman show? Max Kellerman or whatever that is? Maybe. Uh, I'm fine I with would that, assume that's frankly. what it is. Because all that is is a, a very weak rehashing of get up. Yeah, they make Brian Winhurst you know, earn his money. Yeah. Who, speaking of, all the, they, they flew yeah. him out to Paris to talk with Wemba Yama during the lottery. I saw that. He was actually with him when um, the San, San Antonio Spurs won that uh, first overall pick. And I guess he was, like, crying because he's going to become a San Antonio Spur. Right? Uh, if you saw that you saw that interview and you saw that 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 moment in time yeah the reaction was because they flew windhorst all the way out there for a 3 a.m paris time spot that was 45 <laughs> seconds and right. in, that was at the same time as the layoffs so people actually right. brought that up in that conversation even though it's i mean huh. the relationship is invaluable like i get why they right. did it right it was a funny move though yeah it you know Wendy's getting his uh, Wendy's getting his frequent flyer miles in. That's for sure. Well, LeBron already built his career the first time. He's right. trying to find LeBron right. two point Get back at right. So they've got him where because he was was he in Miami last night? I think he was in Miami last night, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's in Miami now. Yeah. I can report. Um, Brett says, "Well, does Adam Schefter uh, then keep Aaron Rodgers' number now?" Uh, I don't think Adam Schefter ever lost Aaron Rodgers' number. I think it, it's – and put it this way, again, Adam Schefter's agent, David Dunn, is Aaron Rodgers' agent. They're, those guys are out of the same agency. So, no, he's not going to lose his number. He may not like him. He may not like what's being reported about him. And, you know, Aaron, doesn't matter how close you are to him, if you cross him, he'll – you know, you're off of his list. But, no, he's never going to lose – never going to lose that number. <laughs> not at all. And, Chris, you're right. It's not bad money for an ex-punter. Yeah, I don't care what kind of punter you are. Uh, if you're making that kind of money, <laughs> good for you. That's, that's serious gauge right there. 
No doubt about it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, hit us up. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, by the way, uh, I was asked earlier, are we going to be at a Broadfest next, uh, this weekend? Uh, it's kind of like a 50-50 thing. I'm going to try to make it out to Madison at some point. Uh, and I'm going to try to make it out there this week, Ben, before you take off and uh, you leave us not with nothing but, you know, four empty walls and an apartment building and a lease that we have to pay for all the damage you did to the place. But beyond that, yeah, we'll try to make it out there this week. There's what no day's re- the good day, Ben? All days. Any day. Okay. Well, not during the weekend. I'm busy during the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Uh, well, if we come out, um, we've got some friends that go to Broadfest every year. And so I and I've you know I've done it a couple of times. One year I actually broadcast live from there, um, going back to the old, the beginning of the zone days. Um, but I have not been back to broadcast there since. So at some point, yeah, maybe we'll have to do that. But uh, we've gone to I've gone to Broadfest uh, more than a few times. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. Good stuff. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Brian writes, uh, "Hey guys." Uh, he said, first of all, I think Pat McAfee will lose his luster going to ESPN. They'll try to polish him up, and that's not what this show is all about. Uh, he also goes on to say that uh, whether or not Aaron Rodgers comes back, because now it's an ESPN program, we'll wait and see. I still think Rodgers will join him on Tuesdays, but it's not going to be as in-depth, and it's going to be more structured than just being a podcast. He also says that uh, that without Jordan or without Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love now has a chance to actually shine. Thus, the team could get better, and the Jets obviously have more optimism to get better with Rodgers there. It's kind of like the cloud lifting and the grass is greener, so I understand the predictions. 877-867-1670, I completely get it. I understand it. We talked a little bit about it. Uh, I don't necessarily believe it. Uh, Badger, Badger Dave says, uh, what do you think the uh, Jets are going to be this year with Rodgers? Probably a 10-win team. Probably a 10-win team. Uh, it wouldn't go much higher than that. They got a hell of a schedule. We talked about that, too. A hell of a schedule. So uh, if they get to 10 wins, uh, Rodgers is going to have to be really good. The defense is going to have to be really good, and they are going to have to catch some breaks along the way. They, they've got a brutal schedule. They may be, what do we say, Ben? The Jets could get off to what a two and four start in their first six games, or something like that, or a one and five start in their first six games. Yeah, they're home against the Bills on Monday night to start. Loss. They go to Dallas. They host uh, Mr. Loss. Belichick, who has still dominated them despite the quality of the Patriots. They host mm-hmm. the Chiefs, and then they go to Denver, and then they host the Eagles. So yeah, two and four in their first six games. That's what I would look at. Yep. Can you imagine if they get beat and beat handily by Buffalo in their opener? That town will lose its damn mind, right? That town, that town will lose their mind. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Yeah, they will. They will go out of their damn mind. I can imagine it happening because I think it's somewhat likely. To be honest, right? That that I, happens. I, I would agree. You know how Rodgers plays in the first games of seasons, especially recently. And then I cannot wait. I cannot wait to say it's going to take time to build a relationship. You don't have time. Should Aaron Rodgers play in the preseason in New York? 877-867-167. Right? What is the over and under on how many games into the season he uses the word uh, relationship or trust? 0.5. 
Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be all rather quick. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. Hey, got to say thanks to our friends at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee. They had uh, some great stuff over the weekend. They've got Admiral's tickets. They've got Brewer's tickets, giving away a lot of stuff, a lot of charitable stuff. But I did see yesterday as we rode past, oh, my God, was that place packed. It was jammed. People sitting on the deck. The boats are going in and out of Pewaukee Lake yesterday. I mean, it was it was nice. Lake Country was a buzz. That's for damn sure. So it's a good time going past Curly's Waterfront uh, Sports Bar and Grill on Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. see here the uh <laughs> uh will says instead of relax it's going to be blanking relax uh no yeah you know what there's not going to be a r-e-l-a-x in uh, this year's nomenclature by any stretch of the imagination i i, I would would not yeah I, look i uh i think i i I got to be honest, I am just looking forward to the season. Now, I don't want it to come too soon. Don't get me wrong. I just got out and rode the motorcycle yesterday, and I'm enjoying the warmer weather and finally getting into summer. But I am, I think I'm, a like, I'm like a lot of Packers fans. I'm just kind of anticipating the beginning of the season. I'm just excited about it. I'm hoping it's a good season. I'm hoping the Packers are okay. You know, I, but that's kind of where I'm at. I'm not overly concerned. With, I mean, I you know, obviously want to win. You don't want to be frustrated by a bunch of losses. Um, but I'm I'm so anticipating watching things unfold, if that makes sense. You know? Oh, uh, Will says he meant for New York. Oh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, if, uh, if things go awry in New York, I don't think you're going to get the R-E-L-A-X. You're going to get the, you know... You know, your mother's a blank. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, Pac-Fan wants to know, hey, Ben, who's taking over for you? Do we have a decision yet? We do. I I don't know if it is uh, being put over the air yet. Okay. But the decision has been made. I could text okay. you it off air to okay. keep the suspense. Gotcha. Pulling Zach Heilprin in, aren't we? He's doing it reluctantly, kicking and oh, screaming. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be Eight, two steps too far. Yeah. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and uh, give us a shout. I think Randy uh, would actually do it before Zach would, for being Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Randy would do it and then get into the analytics of things, and we'd spend all day trying to find a a map-wide hotspot of listeners somewhere that would, you know, kind of... We got some cool stuff coming, by the way. 
We got some cool stuff coming. We're going to have some interactive stuff eventually here on this program. It's coming. It's not. It's not tomorrow, but it's coming. There's going to be some really cool stuff that we can do, and uh, we're going to do some cool uh, contests and stuff like that. So yeah, we got some neat stuff coming. Uh, Steve says, "Happy Monday, guys." First question of the day was, "Are the Brewers in trouble?" My reply is, "No, not yet, but they uh, have to find the bats yet again." I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt against the best team in baseball in Tampa Bay. They also ran into a red-hot Cardinals team. This is a long season, tough uh, stretch of the schedule with the Astros and the Giants both coming to town. Uh, Their pitching is too strong. As they start to get healthy, they're going to remain in the thick of things. Uh, I may be over-optimistic, he says, but I truly believe that the Packers are much better than the so-called experts are saying. The big question to me is, uh, isn't as much about Jordan Love as it is about Joe Barry. See, that, those are the two things that almost go hand in hand. Jordan Love on offense, Joe Barry on defense. The defense has to be considerably better. If not, then the experts will be right. As far as the OTAs are concerned, I just want them to get through it without any major injuries. Uh, this time that uh, Jordan Love spent, uh, the time that Jordan Love spends with the wide receivers and the tight ends, that's important. They bond, they grow together, and it's the same with the defense. I look forward to uh, the lower round picks and Carl Brooks and uh, Natavian Wicks. Uh, I have two questions for you. What is the status of Sean Ryan, and is he at OTAs, and do you have the inside information on when the new Stenny's Lake Country will be opening? Have a great Monday. Stenny's Lake Country I'll deal with first, uh, probably towards the fall, somewhere in there, depending on permits and all that kind of stuff. It is a slow go. It is a slow go. Let me tell you that. So uh, just, uh, just I'll start there. As far as Sean Ryan goes, uh, that's a great question. I don't know if he's at the OTAs or the minicamps. Ben, do we know? We got our guy Mike Clemens on the ground up there. Can we maybe text Mark, Mike and say, is yep. Sean Ryan back? I haven't seen any OTA I tweets not. yet. So I figure it could start this afternoon. Yeah. I, have not I know seen it starts today, tomorrow, anything. and Thursday. So uh, we will we will check for sure. Eight seven seven eight six seven. That's a good question. Sean Ryan's kind of the again though he comes with what the third round notation, which is just like a death knell in Green Bay. Um, he's kind of like uh, you know if he works out, then you've got added depth. If he doesn't, then it's just another third round bust that goes by the wayside. But but let me say this, because uh, just as soon as I say that, Jerry says, oh, my God, hopefully Goody doesn't hang on to him just to hang on to him. Goody's been pretty good. I mean, look at Amari Rogers. If, it, if dude's not working out, cut him loose. There's no, no reason to hang on to a guy because of where you think he should be. I mean, you may have drafted him high, but if the guy can't cut it, he can't cut it. Don't Because what you're doing is, is you're weakening your team. You weaken your team when you can, when you hang on to somebody just because, you know, because I'll take it. I would rather respect the general manager for making a high pick and admitting he was wrong than making a high pick, a bad high pick, but hanging on to him to say, we're going to give him every chance to develop because we can all look at a guy and go, no, he doesn't have it. First year you give a guy, you say, okay, you know, you, you took your lumps. Now let's see what you do with it. Second year, you can see advancement. You go, okay, this guy's got, he's got some chops. Third year, you kind of know, you know. You could see Amari Rodgers clearly. I mean, remember when the quarterback, meaning Aaron Rodgers, called him, yeah, he's a returner, right? 
He returns punts. You knew right then and there he was never going to get the ball in the passing game. So just cut him loose. Just cut him loose. So if Sean Ryan has the issues and had the PEDs and whatever, and it turns out that he's just not that guy or he didn't take the time away from the game to really enhance himself, and I don't mean in a PED perspective. I'm talking about just going and working his ass off to get into shape, to stay in shape, to get bigger, stronger, that type of thing, footwork better, whatever. If he didn't do that, then maybe you look at it and go, oh, just another third-round mistake for the Green Bay Packers. Just another guy that's not going to make it work. 877-867-1670. I, just my opinion there. My opinion. Um, what is this one? This one is uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, to answer your question, yes, I think the Brewers are in trouble. They're banged up. They're a team that's not hitting, and it's become sporadic, and their best player only hits at times. Uh, there's nobody in the middle of the lineup you really fear. Tell me who you fear in this lineup. Right now, you don't really fear a lot of guys in the lineup. I, I will I will agree with that. Um, that's a great question. You don't feel when Yelich is on. You could say Yelich could be the guy. I think we could all agree with that. But when he's not, that's that's ugly territory. Because he doesn't do much, right? So if you're going to – I'm trying to think here. Anderson has played pretty well. Um, I mean, I guess you could fear Rowdy Telez, you know, but there, there's really – Jesse Winker, certainly not. He was supposed to be your home run power, and he's – Warning track power. Do we look at Jesse Winker, Ben, at this point in time in the season and say, yeah, that was a deal that hasn't panned out? Oh, I looked at that deal in that light when it was signed. Because he was, it was an all-or-nothing signing. Yes, and right? I, I I was probably way too doubtful of it ever working, admittedly. Yeah. He's kind of right. It's like he's – it's not it. Yeah, that just hasn't – that hasn't materialized the way you kind of hoped it would be. Um, well, I tell you this, um, who, who's the other guy? Um, uh, Owen Miller, they put up his average in stats yesterday. Um, he's got an OPS of like 165 in the month of May. He's batting over 400 in the month of May. So, I mean, right now, if you're looking at a guy this month, you could say, Owen Owen Miller is on fire. He's that guy. But as far as being the consistent in the middle of the lineup, probably probably Rowdy Telez. I mean, he's the guy that if you make a bad if you make a mistake to, he's gonna he's gonna park the ball out of the ballpark. But he's still not, you know, he's not gonna be a forty home run guy on the consistent. That's for sure. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Yeah, he's not gonna be um he, he's not the way Yelich once was. Uh, by the way, the NFL owners today passed a bylaw. There was a, Remember when San Francisco, at the end of the season, I knew this was coming. We knew this was going to happen, that at the end of the season, you can only carry a couple of quarterbacks, you know, blah, 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 who you're going to have on your, your roster. And 
we knew it was coming because when they lost Brock Purdy and and they didn't have any other quarterbacks to really go to, something was going to happen. So the NFL owners passed a bylaw today that allows teams to have a third quarterback in uniform, a 47th active player on game days, just in case the worst-case scenario happens, just like the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, per the NFL Network. Oh, there's a shock. It was media-driven. Oh, I get it because you don't want to lose because you run out of quarterbacks. You don't have anybody that can go under center and actually throw the football. So I understand that. I'm not usually in favor of rules driven by the media. This one I can understand, but you knew it was coming. Now, I don't know what kind of parameters are going to be set. Only that, that player can only play if your other two quarterbacks have been officially knocked out of the game and those other two quarterbacks cannot return. So maybe in that sense, but yeah, I, they're making it a a third starting quarterback, a uh, third quarterback just in case, which I, I I can see, I can understand. After Brock Purdy went down with that torn up elbow, he got busted up in that Philadelphia game. When Ben Kenny jumped to his feet and yelled, "Yeah, take that, Purdy!" So we knew that was coming. Who would I be to do that, Bill? I, I'm calling it the Ben Kenny rule. I, I was just, I was viewing. I wanted everyone to have fun. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got to gotta do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and then uh, we'll get back into it. Hey, coming. speaking of Ben Kenny, coming up here in about 15 minutes, it'll be What Did We Miss? Coming up right around the bend, so stay tuned for that as well. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Every plumbing and heating out in La Crosse, Triple O, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson counties, western portion of the state of Wisconsin. Founded by Korean War veteran Clayton Every back in 1969, and uh, it's third generation now. And uh, Craig's taking it over. And uh, he's, he called us up and said, hey, we want to be a part of the motorcycle ride. We want to support what you're doing. What can we do? And so this is what they're doing. They're doing uh, some support and some sponsorship and helping us uh, get the word out and also helping us in supporting uh, the ride and a lot of the stuff we do on the road. So uh, if you're going to be out in that area and looking for a plumbing company, a heating company, AC company, uh, it's Every Plumbing and Heating, Every, E-V-E-R-Y. Call them 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803, located in Onalaska. And we can't do what we do with uh, the ride and all the different broadcasts on the road and everything that we do in support of the veterans and such. Uh, without a lot of our great small local sponsors. And I, don't, I hate to say small, but small business owners, so to speak. So thanks to them for being a part of the program. Thanks to them for supporting us uh, and our, our cause to help veterans for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So can't say thanks enough. And if you're out in that uh, western portion of the state and in that area, give them a call. And, and if you're looking for a job, too, they're hiring right now for uh, plumbers and contractors and such for um, uh, new, uh, new homes, uh, commercial businesses and stuff. So uh, give me a shout, 608-783-2803, Let's see here. This is uh, is from Jeff. Jeff says, uh, hey, guys, great topic about the Green Bay Packers and where they would rank in the National Football League. Let's be honest. Where would they rank in their own division? Some say they're going to be dead last. Some say they're going to be third. I say they're going to be second. 
Minnesota's going to take a fall. Detroit's going to rise. The Packers are going to be right behind them. It's going to be Minnesota and the Bears battling for the bottom spot. It's time for Kirk Cousins to go down, and it's time for the Bears to actually battle to get out of the basement. They're not going to be battling against the Packers. They're going to be battling against the Vikings. Um, I would love to agree with you, but I can't. I can't. I just look. They, they've got firepower over there. They've got some really good weaponry when you talk about the Minnesota Vikings and their ability to score. You know, let's begin with, with even though he has, he's only won one playoff game in his entire career, right? That's Kirk Cousins. But he's got Jordan Addison, who they picked up in the first round. they got Justin Jefferson. Obviously, he's a beast. Uh, they still have K.J. Osborne, Jalen Rager. Uh, they've got um, oh, oh, T.J. Hawkinson, who they picked up from Detroit last year uh, at the tight end position. Uh, most likely they're going to be without Dalvin Cook. It looks like Alexander Madison has taken over uh, at that point because they believe Madison can handle the run load. They also picked up uh, Dwayne McBride uh, late in the uh, draft this year. And it just looks like Dalvin Cook, for all intents and purposes, after June 1st is probably going to be cut. Uh, But they also tried to bolster, defensively speaking, uh, try to bolster that defense. They picked up Dean Dean Lowry in the offseason, not to say that's going to be a huge upgrade, but... Picked up Dean Lowry. They still have Daniil Hunter if he can stay healthy. They still have Jordan Hicks. Uh, they still have Harrison Smith over there. Uh, now, whether or not, you know, the corners uh, in Booth and in Evans, and I'm trying to think who else. Uh, there's Murphy. They did draft a couple of guys in the secondary, but I can't remember if it was a safety or a corner. But they still have some decent defenders if they got better defensively. That's really the biggest issue for them it's not whether or not they're going to be able to score points because last year they figured out that they can score points in any facet of the game whether it's two minute drills or what have you because they they had the most come from behind wins out of all nfl teams last year i mean they were doing it almost on a weekly basis to the point where you know paul allen was getting into the whole cardiac thing not cardiac kids so to speak i can't remember what the cardiac care unit or whatever it was but they were winning games late big time but they just didn't have the defense to sustain so uh, I still think, though, that Minnesota is the team to beat. And then once you get past Minnesota, then it's going to be probably Detroit. And then you're going to have the Packers and the Bears battling it out. So uh, I'd love to agree with you, but I just I don't think that uh, that 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 dream is going to become a reality. Just an FYI. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout. 877-867-1670. Frank says... Uh, hey, guys, uh, this is all on Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur made the choice to keep Joe Barry. Everybody wanted Joe Barry gone, but Matt LaFleur chose to keep him. If the defense doesn't end up in the top 12, then not only should Joe Barry go, but so should Matt LaFleur. Do you think he's feeling the pressure? I think that as a head coach in the NFL, you're always feeling the pressure. And I think last year was kind of your get-out-of-jail-free card. But because of all the circumstances floating around, I don't necessarily think that Matt LaFleur is starting anywhere near the hot seat, so to speak. If the season goes horribly wrong and the defense is terrible and the offense is inept and the, the play calling is is questionable and such, then, yeah, I think he could possibly be let go. But there is something to be said for when Brian Gutekinds, and we've talked about this a lot, said there's talent on the defense. He was basically saying, look, I've drafted well. I put some good talent over there. We supplemented it with some guys we went out and found, and Devondre Campbell and Preston Smith and Adrian Amos, and you start to go through the list of guys. We put some guys there that are talented that can help this defense out. So for the defense to be ranked where it is, that's not my fault. 
In other words, look, I'm not taking the blame if the defense fails again. It's not going to be on me. It's going to be on that guy, Joe Barry or, or Matt Because he said, well, it's Matt's decision. Remember that? It's Matt's decision. I have a feeling if the defense is bad this year, um, it'll be it'll may, be made to look like it's Matt's decision, but it's not going to be Matt's decision. It's going to basically be, hey, Joe Barry's got to go. Done. But, yes, to say that there's pressure on Matt LaFleur, there's pressure on every head coach, but – I think Matt LaFleur, would, this team would have to falter terribly for Matt LaFleur to lose his job. In year one, after the exodus of your Hall of Fame quarterback uh, with you know a good, young, what would be perceptualized as a good, young group of wide receivers and up-and-coming tight ends and such, and the manipulation of the money and the roster and everything to go along with it, I think, he, it, I think it would take a lot to get him jettisoned. But I do think that if it doesn't happen, then yes, that it's it's going to be squarely on Joe Barry. I 100% agree with you. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Rockford. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. I'm great. Uh, listen, I, I want to ask you, what is Rodgers wants to win right now? And that's his excuse for leaving to go to the Jets. If I mm-hmm. had to look. At both rosters, including now, now two years ago, the Packers special teams were was terrible. But I think the special teams has fixed itself. I think they put some more pieces in the defense this year. If Joe Barry can get his stuff together, they have a formidable defense. And they've got Christian Watson, who proved towards the end of the year he's going to be an all-pro receiver. At least that's my opinion. Romeo Dobbs looks good. Um, I, I mean, player for player, if you compare the Jets roster to the back to the Packers roster roster minus the quarterbacks, I think the Packers have a better roster. What do you think? I would say, oh boy, because they got they got Quinn and Williams up front. They got such a strong defensive front. They're good in that area. They're good at the wide receiver core. I I could say, look, yes, I would agree with you that if you go pound for pound, player for player, that if what you believe to be for the Green Bay Packers turns out to be good. If Christian Watson turns out to be good and Romeo Dobbs and company and, and Van S and the depth at the edge rusher when Rashawn Gary comes back, yeah, you could probably say that it's all equal. Uh, I, I So when you talk about the win-now possibility, the whole thing with Rodgers wasn't about the win-now. It's, it's about his feelings being hurt. I appreciate the phone call, Mike. The the win-now, you can, you can spin it any way you want to spin it if you're Aaron Rodgers. It's not about the win-now. It's about the ability to win on a team that wants you because he clearly didn't want to come back to the Green Bay Packers. And he, you know, the Packers were kind of tired of his antics. So to me, it was more about uh, going to a team that's going to give you the best chance to win out of all the other teams out there besides Green Bay that needed a quarterback. You weren't going to win and win now if you went to the Raiders. Even though Devontae Adams tried to recruit you and said you got to come and, and such, everybody knew that you, the team that needed a quarterback that had the best shot of winning and winning now was the New York Jets. Everybody else was either had a quarterback or drafting quarterbacks or whatever, and they didn't. And the other aspect of it is to the ability to take on the salary. The Jets were one of the only teams that had the capability to do that. So it's kind of like saying, you know what, after all my searching and all my days and everything that I – have gone through, I'm going to buy this car. You know, I'm, I'm, but we all know that the only thing you could afford was this. You couldn't afford the Jaguar, the Corvette, you know, you couldn't afford all of that. You know, that's not your that's not your vehicle. So you had to limit your options, and that's what Aaron Rodgers did. So you spin it however you want to spin it, but 
the win now thing is kind of an apparition. Uh, real quick, Chris in Brookfield. Chris, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. I'm glad you had a good weekend. I think everybody needs to put on the brakes. Uh, you got to remember when Rodgers took over, when Favre took over, they had veteran receivers. It's in the history of the Packers, other than maybe Jennings and Walker, they took all these guys two, three, four years before they even started to, to actually become dominant type wide receivers, some of them even longer. You've got a guy who's a Swiss Army knife coming in as a tight end. So, I mean, it's going to take a couple of years just to see if these guys are learning to run the right routes. You can't blame what they run the wrong route on uh, love. I think everybody needs to hold off. It would be really nice is if the board of directors would say, Murphy, thank you for your time. Goodbye, because we don't want you to be the next person to hire the next head coach. We want you gone, because we don't know, is it Murphy that didn't want to pay DA? Was it Murphy's assistance to want to pay Rodgers? No one is going to give him all that money, knowing you're not going to have nothing but rookies and Randall Cobb and Lazard as your, as your wide receivers. And then to say that Cootie and them didn't give Rodgers enough to go to the Super Bowls? Well, it wasn't Cootie or, uh, or, or Murphy that threw the ball three times to D.A., and it wasn't those guys who threw the ball to D.A. again when Lazard right. was open. So, come on. I mean, you got to give Love some time. He's been given two years. you got to remember, his first year was a scratch, and this stuff that he was with the team is baloney because they kept him away from the team. That's why the other kid was the backup quarterback. He was the emergency. He didn't need to get to practice with any of them during the, during the COVID season. Well, appreciate the phone call. They all got to practice. Um, that I know. They all got to practice. It's it just, you're right. I mean, they it, they weren't all on the practice field all the time, all together. I mean, but the team practiced together. I mean, he had as much experience as anybody else. You know, so tell me, I mean, Joe Burrow excelled. Other quarterbacks excelled coming out during COVID. I, COVID's, COVID's a horse crap excuse. The bottom line is, that you're right, they're going to give him a couple of seasons. You can slow your roll on the criticism of Jordan Love. Only, only if Jordan Love makes some mistakes early and then corrects them and gets better as the season goes along. Okay? If Jordan Love makes the same mistakes and looks like Brett Hundley and can't throw an out pattern and he keeps overthrowing guys over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and you see it consistently like you saw with Brett Hundley, you cut bait. If he can't read and the, the, the synapse between his brain and his arm is too slow to get a ball into a window to the point where the window closes so rapidly he can't get it there in time and can't foresee that hole in time, then you cut him loose. But if he gets better throughout the season and he's starting to figure it out and everything's becoming quicker for him and the zone that he plays in is starting to open up, yeah, then you, you hang on to him and you say, okay, there's something developable here. You know what I mean? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Wrap it up next on The Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Today, free registration open for the motorcycle ride, the 16th annual poker run coming up on uh, on Sunday, September 3rd, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. Uh, the pre-registration uh, QR code on the screen now on the live stream, it's open. 
and you can simply find it. Go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Big Unit Poker Run. And you can get registered right now. we got some terrific prizes uh, only for those who pre-register. And then, obviously, prizes for those uh, throughout the poker run. But if you pre-register, you are automatically entered into the drawing for some really cool stuff, including uh, going with us on the first road trip of the season to see Green Bay play Chicago down in Chicago. And you got some tickets and an overnight stay and everything. So some good stuff on the line. If you have not registered yet and you want to ride with us and you've been doing it for years and years and years, Sunday, September 3rd, we ride for Fisher House, Wisconsin, and you can go and scan the QR code, but uh, go to facebook.com slash run and find all the information. It is time for What Do We Miss? All right, Bill. Bangers only today. Uh, I have a little game. Yes. Let's play the game. Guess the city that this is currently taking place in. Okay. I will read you a tweet. Saturday and Sunday, come visit the Italian Market Festival and watch people try to climb the greasy pole. Quote, Ablero della Cucciagna, which I guess is Italian for some sort of ritual that involves climbing greased poles. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it's either out there where the pole assassin lives or in Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia would be the correct answer. Thank you very the much. The pole assassin lives in Austin, Texas. That is yes. where I, I think I think they're still together. I've not gotten yeah. an update on the litigation involving her well, monkey. Well, I'm going to say, anytime you can use the words her monkey in a broadcast, it's awesome. I might have to try to go down and, and get the public records out, really comb through them to get it. an update. But, yeah, on Saturday, show up to the Italian market. You uh, folks will attempt to climb the pole. They will not be able to. There is It is heavily lubricated. Uh, but by Sunday, enough grease will have rubbed off of the pole onto people's clothing as they try to climb it that they can actually make it to the top. Mm-hmm. I will, uh, uh, I'll send you there. Now, I, I, I want this to be said as simply as possible. Is this like a family reunion for you? Are you guys all going? There are like 10 dudes climbing on top of each other on the pole. None of them, <laughs> none of them are just going solo. It's just a large group climbing on a, on a greased pole. So. It's a sausage fest on a grease pole is what it is. That is telling me. Yeah. That's a that's a way to say it. So Oh yeah, that's that's not a good look at all for anybody for that, you know. <laughs> that's just terrible. So you put oh that my up. God. That's a the, video too. Oh my god. Oh, there are many videos. It's incredible. We're retweeting that. We're retweeting that. There you go. So so you put okay. that up with the dude that ate rotisserie chicken for 40 days in a row and it's been a hot streak for that uh that city out east. So cool. I I mean, I I clearly have missed it this year. I'm going to have to get some boots on the ground at at the pole climbing competition. Absolutely. Next year. And then maybe send a report back to. Absolutely. Can't wait. Um, And then uh, before we get out of here, Bryson DeChambeau did say at the end of the tournament this weekend with Brooks Kepka winning. And as I said at the start of this show, I am I loved how he won. You know, he didn't go at championing live. He talked about how this is his big accomplishment, which it is. Five majors, mm-hmm. uh, joining a very select group. Bryson, yep. though, he went off. He's like, oh, you know, biggest win for Live Golf. We are good golfers over here because of what Brooks did. Which, to, to Bryson me, Bryson it's, uh, okay. Yeah, I just don't see the logic behind it. Like, what, what Brooks Kepka did does not mean Sergio Garcia isn't suddenly completely washed at playing golf. Right. Has nothing to do with it. He's just, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. One uh, guy, Brooks Kepka in the majors is fantastic. 
And uh, I, I just keep wondering if Live Golf started drug testing, too, because, Bryson, you're a little bit smaller than you once were. <laughs> Just yeah. throwing it out there. Maybe, yeah. maybe whatever you're on over there in Dubai isn't uh, paying off in the dividends you thought it would. Yeah, a golf podcast I listened to said this weekend that he uh, recently changed his form after two years of, quote, waterboarding himself with protein shakes. Yeah. We're all on that one. One down. We've got four more to go in the beginning of the end of one young Ben Kenny. We'll be back at it again tomorrow in 20 hours. Until then. Time for us to go. Have a going. Hoop. <laughs>